your favorite artists 24-7. My music. This is RX Radio. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio, and I am Crystal. Excited to be sitting down with someone in film doing exciting things in so many parts of her life. I have Victoria P. Nachimboa joining me today. She is a visual development artist specializing in film production design. She's also a script writer at one of the top TV drama series that we all watch, Prestige, on Pearl Magic Prime. Welcome to the show, Victoria. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, you make such a nice intro. <laughs> I feel bigger than I am. Uh-uh. <laughs> but you've been working. You've been cooking behind the scenes. Yes. Literally yes, behind the scenes. Yeah, my best place to be behind the scenes. Hey, has anyone mm. ever tried to convince you? Yeah. Have yeah, you done a bit of acting? And Yes, I now know it's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's out of the way. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I just... You know, every time you go back to look at the screen at what you did, you just wonder if that really is you, if mm-hmm. you are, you know, you just don't feel yourself. And if you don't feel what you're doing, I don't think you can love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It so you, you're not trying me. to escape because I, I have mm-hmm. a theory. I think that actors and actresses, mm-hmm. they live their best lives because you can escape from yourself yes. every now and then. You yes. take on someone else's skin and bring that to life, it's right? the best channel for multiple personality issues, actually. <laughs> so <Soda>. Yeah. <laughs> now, Victoria, you mm-hmm. are a visual development artist, right? In film production. Can you just, you know, explain that to us? I specialize in production design in the film mm-hmm. industry. Production design. Yes, production mm-hmm. design is more or less the visual architecture of a film, like film framing, mm-hmm. the palettes, um, that, that is to say the colors, the hues that is going to follow the mood. Right. So I help define the director's vision mm. for what it is that he wants to emulate, what he wants to put out visually mm. in the film. Wow. So that must be quite challenging. I've spoken to a few directors and Mm -hmm. they say one of the hardest things, especially when they're actors too, right? Mm -hmm. Is you know what you want in your mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you even try to get the actors or actresses to like do exactly what you, you know, what you're telling them. And now even in terms of how they can see the frame, right? Now you have to make that happen. Yes, I help prop up his vision because it's quite a lot being a director. Mm -hmm. You have to focus, you have to hone in all your storyline into these characters and help them pull out the Mm. best acting within the story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also you have to see what kind of framing you're going for, what the picture looks like. Mm. So I help lessen the burden for Mm -hmm. them because prior to this, I'm very integral in the pre-production stage. We have to sit down and go through your script Mm -hmm. and then define what it is that you want to bring out, what scheme, what theme is being portrayed in the story. Mm -hmm. So with my visual skills, I help you, like maybe you have heard of storyboarding. Yes, yes. I help you see what your frame should be. We mm-hmm. come up, we go through the location seeking, we go through all that, like 
that entire stage we find out how best to place the characters mm-hmm. because I also through storyboarding we have to come in with a camera movement so that entire framing mm. is planned out prior to the film okay. that that is if we follow the steps as per Ugandan uh, film <laughs> industry we haven't yet fully tapped into production mm-hmm. design the way it should be done mm-hmm. but um a lot of the times it is just a matter of sitting down sharing your story with me mm. what you want to see how your location should look like and then i come up with the things to add to beautify to make sure that everything is in tune to the film because through these characters you're going to define their world you're going to define who they are as characters what mm-hmm. they are telling us in the story mm-hmm. you want to also see to capture the best of your locations to make them look as best as it should either if it's a slum it really should look like a slum mm. and if it's a high rise as realistic and authentic right the authenticity has to come through wow. all the visual planning that is fascinating yes. so you have a background in literature and fine art is it yes okay because <laughs> i was going like okay to become this mm. and what you're doing now what does someone need to have as a background i uh, first of all <laughs> I don't know in the genesis <laughs> I was going to be yes know. the genesis of victoria yeah <laughs> i grew up seeing a lot of visual things around me like i i've always been a very visual child but i grew up a lot around books and that helped me tap into my own imagination mm. and my dad likes to credit for <laughs> for my career right now because <laughs> when we were younger we used to tinker around a lot with him in the storage in the garage and he likes to get creative he likes to get his hands messy and I oh, so took that up that's nice so from childhood i feel like i've been without my knowledge subconsciously i've been training for this role without me even realizing it so when you say you like tinker with different things like yes. materials you'd build yes. stuff i used to i'd call it multimedia art mm. i've touched everything from clay to wood to metal to paint pencil sketches everything and Aww. then I was also very much of a story lover comic books mm-hmm. all that so this is one way I can fulfill all that at once and also uh, you have special memories with your yes. dad how cool is that that's very cool so i studied i have a bachelor in industrial design and fine art okay from mm-hmm. a caring and that was one of the turning points for me mm-hmm. to properly streamline what it is i wanted to become okay. as an artist. So before that you were kind of trying to figure your yes. your way, find your way, right? Yes. I just knew that my great loves were literature and art. So I <laughs> went with them through carried them like my rucksack through everything through school. <laughs> Personally, I know I knew what I wanted to be or I had an idea by senior too. Really. I had about this course at Macquarie Industrial Design and Fine Art. I studied about it. I looked about um in our country where it's done best. I went into I was that weird not weird i don't <laughs> so, think you should say weird okay i should I would, what geeky. focused i don't know focused is. Mm-hmm. but when you say that you know you've always been visually um that means you notice things as well yes, like your visual you said you were a very visual child yes. so you noticed a lot of things right and your dad I'm kind of saw the that best observer you. through life i think hey 
hey, that means even now I'm looking around Rx like, what is she going to remember? <laughs> right now, this is very beautiful. I love the setup. <laughs> oh, thank the you. Colors, everything. Thank you so much. Yes, okay, so I like that you said you carried your fine art and your mm. literature with you. You're like, and when they told me to drop it, I was like, no, oh, who please. told you? Oh, so many people told me to drop it in school. My parents were not too sure about the combination. Too, mm. my my parents are artists themselves, but in, because it hadn't encouraged them through, I think they have these fears, oh. and you know, parents we should not really pass on these mm. um, subconscious fears to your children. You know, tell them to take on their world. Yeah. So. Tough, they, tough lesson in parenting there. <laughs> you can limit your own yeah. just because you love them yes. and you want what's best because for them. You, but you don't know from what you have been raised to see, you think, ah, this may not work out best of this, best of that, may best of the society expectations that all children should all look into being lawyers, doctors and all that. From the get-go, me, I knew as it was not, not going to work out that way for me. I was good at debating, but I knew... I'm also too emotional <laughs> for that kind of, ah. you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just figured, yeah, this would be one way to impact the world without me um, scorching it. Well, good on you for knowing what you wanted, yeah. even if it wasn't like concrete, but you had an idea. Mm. And I think, you know, you probably just put it out there in the universe because you said you went, studied about it. Where mm. will I find this course? I manifested it. There you go. Yeah. That's the one right there. Okay, so, you made it happen. So after your, your first degree mm-hmm. at McCary, uh-huh, what was your next step in your education? I decided to go for... Um, I went to Nasser Road, <laughs> to be honest. Like most people uh, in the art industry, one of the easiest things to pick up is graphics. Mm-hmm. For most people, they end up doing graphics for a while there. So Nasser Road was it for a while, and then I wound up in multi-choice, mm-hmm. did a bit of CSR. Mm-hmm. and But always art was in the background. I did jewelry from way back when I was always doing jewelry. That was one of the first times I saw... Uh, familial support actually mm. because I used to make jewelry um, I learned it from YWCA mm-hmm. and I went ahead with it made sales and it carried me through a lot of my school mm-hmm. at university um, yeah I could always make a quick buck making beautiful things for ladies to wear <laughs> oh, that's and fun mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents supported me through all that. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I decided to use that to my benefit while I was at Multi-Choice. And somehow, someone noticed that I was good at tinkering with things. And they told me, oh, you should try this out. Actually, a friend of mine who was in the program, Multi-Choice Talent Factory, mm-hmm. told me, Vicky, this program is actually meant for you. So I decided to apply the second year. Okay. I went... Through, mm-hmm. much to my surprise, because <laughs> I didn't have a lot of film background then. Mm-hmm. I had um, been part of a documentary, maybe, but it was not a big deal. I knew mm-hmm. that I was supposed to be into animations because I used to storyboard, I used to sketch, mm-hmm. and I figured when I was done doing these small jobs with the graphics, I would end up back in animation. Mm-hmm. So. That was it for me. When I applied and went through Mount Choice Talent Factory, went to Nairobi, I discovered 
what production design is. I knew the title. I had not fully understood it until then. Wow. So I decided to focus in on that. Mm-hmm. And I also learned that I could still write. I had been writing for a while, but it was one of those things that you throw at the back of your mind. And mm-hmm. Another hobby. Like I've so as a script writer, so you, you discovered this, yes. you had this in you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, the Talent Factory was an all-round training ground for the film industry that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Because it told me... Um, what it is to be a sound person, what it is to be a scriptwriter, what it is to be a, a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. I knew what I had an idea at the very least, which helps you when you get into the film industry to know what to expect of others and to know your role, the part that you play within the film industry, yes. such that you because it is a lot of teamwork and collaboration. Thank you. It's all part of a puzzle. Yes. You all must fit together. So yes, mm-hmm. that was a very good program for me. And a turning point and in your life. Point. From then on, I have been back here in Uganda and I've been working on a couple of short films. I've had a future that I also worked on and mm-hmm. Now I'm also part of Prestige. At I know. It sounds like you're a busy lady though. Yes. <laughs> like you're I can, a very busy lady. <laughs> I am, I am. And I'm, I'm slowly learning to cut back mm-hmm. on, uh, and take more time for myself. Mm, not to overstretch yourself. Not to overstretch, yes. Now, when you were saying, you know, went into um, this program, right? Mm-hmm. Before that, you thought you'd just go right back into animation and storyboarding. Yes. But you're still doing that. You're still yes. doing that with uh, Paulette Animations, yes, right? Yes, I am. So can you tell us a bit about that? At Paulette Animations, um, more of a storyboarder, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is also part of production design. And then I've also done a bit of scripting for them. Paulette Animations is a company centered around making comic books mm-hmm. for children. Mm-hmm. And their current project right now is the uh, Paulette Comics Best of Ugandan Folklore. Yes. We have a, a couple of titles like Jipir and Labong and Umsisi, Chintu, mm-hmm. things like that. So we are trying to create heroes from our own folklore stories. Mm. From all those childhood stories we had, in, especially in history class, we are trying to bring them back. <laughs> so to make them more interesting. Yes, because you have them in early primary yes. and they kind of stop there. After that, you don't remember and, them. And I think maybe back in the day, we'd have our grandfathers, our yes. grandparents, our elders would also tell these so stories. So those stories we got told around those fireplaces, mm-hmm. those are the stories we're trying to put into production and sort of give back uh, cultural heritage to children Mm -hmm. uh, a sense of belonging through these stories because they read about spider-man they read about (laughs) batman but that's what they're watching yes yes marvel dc but hey yeah here we are we have our own heroes in our own stories based off every different religion because we've also done bugis we've done stories from all over the country Mm -hmm. and we are slowly publishing them and hopefully we shall begin to animate them as well. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of the work that you've done on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's other design work that Paulette Animations, yes. you know, whether it's interior, also yes. design. Vigno and art 
mm-hmm. and uh, we do signage mm-hmm. we do um wood art as well mm-hmm. so there's a lot going on with Polet you should all check it out <laughs> Polet Deco Art and Polet Comics exactly but, but, her, but Polet Comics is very exciting yes, it's very very exciting <laughs> and I've seen a lot of the work especially again Facebook mm. has been my go to where I'm like ooh yeah. ah oh okay we want everything <laughs> we can give it to you <laughs> so um mm-hmm. I think our best seller right now mm-hmm. are the comic books but there's something that we're very passionate about mm-hmm. we haven't yet labeled it but okay. it's under Poletico Arts okay. and this is a 3D prosthetic insert for breast cancer patients <laughs> okay please everyone pay attention because I need to hear about this and yeah. how how did this concept even come to life whose idea was it so um, my grandmother mm-hmm. is a breast cancer survivor. survivor her name is Jean Katungoli she's a hero mm-hmm. <laughs> so she would have to you know she loves life she's always been a lively person and she wanted to continue going down with a boogie you know she loves to dance so. <laughs> um but um part of you getting back your old life after surviving breast cancer is confidence and if you're not confident you might not do it too well mm. so she would look for these uh, prosthetics these insertions to play into her bra you know yes to see how best a lot of to people just put in her padding outfits. or they buy yes. bras that you can have the padding on and nothing mm-hmm. really worked out right for her mm. so we had this prosthetic um this 3D printer that we had just lying around and we're like okay eh, you had a 3D printer just lying around <laughs> okay, I'm kidding I'm just making it. <laughs> of course it's been working it's been toiling and we're like let's make a, you know 3D inserts for ladies who want to look nice in their bras yes, yes so this prosthetic it's made of silicone and it's quite comfortable and we make it we customize it to your needs mm. Wow. And, and we're yeah. doing that here in yes, Uganda. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Uganda has a lot more to offer than we actually. How long have you been doing that? It's been a few months now, six months, I believe, mm-hmm. since we put it into plan. Is it it's, quite easy to access the materials you need? Because you mentioned it's silicon based. Uh, no, it has been a long journey. It was a challenge. Um, we huh? ha- it has been a challenge. Um, the team has worked together to see to fruition. We have connections people believe in connections you really ought to believe in connections mm-hmm. and that is how we've been able to make it work holding a hand here and there we've been in touch with people in Kenya in Tanzania and and also people abroad like people in the diaspora so that's mm-hmm. how we have made it happen by learning and growing and getting pointers from other people also mm-hmm. into prosthetics yeah, and I hope to take this journey also on to the film industry because prosthetics are needed there as mm-hmm. well. So They're a big part of it as well. Eh? Yes. There's shows that I watch that are about makeup design, especially yeah. when it comes to film and, and theatre, and I'm just like, wow, there's it so much you don't know, but it's it's crazy. I can't believe I'm part of it. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to see it grow and blow people's minds because Ugandans, I really pray for us that we start to take ownership mm-hmm. of what is around us. We have a lot going on here, but we always prefer to get things from abroad. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me, boggles my mind because I'm like, we're always talking trash about our things, mm-hmm. but we also will not 
lift them up and support them and support them because like, just starting with the comics like what you're doing and then the animations i kept seeing i was just like oh wow yeah. you're bringing our stories to life we see other people i mean mm-hmm. if we look at the west and how <laughs> i always say hollywood <laughs> has done a number on the world exactly they've really done they a number on the us. world <laughs> <laughs> you know taught us not to believe in ourselves but mm-hmm. i love hollywood mm-hmm. i would not deny that but like we have been given this uh ideology that everything is best out there uh-huh. instead of looking inwards mm-hmm. and around us yeah everything we need is right here with us we just need to find a way to attune it mm-hmm. to our needs and support each other yeah, absolutely yes. yeah we can borrow some expertise yes. we can get the skills but then we yes, bring it back they are, home. They, they have the answers we agree but mm-hmm. let's try to bring ourselves up i admire nigeria for that mm mm-hmm. They've yeah. found their own solutions yes. and they support their own. They support big their own. Time. I've, I've been told <laughs> that I, this is probably hearsay, but I hear from my Nigerian counterparts that making a film there it has its uh, complexities, mm-hmm. but their people will open up their households to them. Mm-hmm. Amazing prices. You think that it's going to be so hard to get people to partner with there, but they find it so easy to make films mm. because. they like to support their own yes. people they make it easy to work with them provide um services and generally they build their and build that industry yeah. yes nollywood is a beast of its own mm-hmm. so you are giving hope to breast cancer survivors yes. and like you said i mean a big part of recovery is that confidence yes. especially if you've gone through the procedure maybe you've had one or both breasts both you've breasts, had to double mastectomy yes, yes you've had to let them go and for many women that is what makes us it, women it, you, it robs them mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. in a or sense. what you feel makes you a yes. woman actually so that's amazing so we want to give them back the woman who to feel more like the women that they were before mm-hmm. it might not be the same but it definitely gives it lifts your courage yes. to from that Is your of a bra strap a boost <laughs> yeah so, so i feel like even just a good bra yeah just <laughs> a good bra you know how you strut around and you know you have everything is looking compact and mm-hmm. all set that is what we want to be <laughs> well that is so cool victoria yeah. what are you working on at the moment as we wrap up what are you working <sighs> on and, and what can we look out for well there's a movie i've been working on with a couple friends of ours mm-hmm. should be out by october <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, it's called Dialem for October Maya. Is here, here, here. Yeah, mm-hmm. here, here, here. It's called so, Dialem for Maya. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's one of those in the pipelines. So that's what I could see we could be mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it. Okay. Yes. I will leave it at that. I All did right. the production design. And yeah, please keep watching Prestige. Mhm. Yes, keep supporting our own Prime. productions. <laughs> yes. But I know Prestige across Africa is doing so yes. well. That's nice. It's cool. Like, yeah, so UG. Mm-hmm. We have to sell UG our stories and I hope people can um identify with our characters or f- feel that like we are emulating Ugandans well, you know. Mm-hmm. We wait for your feedback on social media. <laughs> okay. So, um as we wrap up, how can we get in touch with you on social media if someone mm. is like, I need to talk to this lady? They can find me on my socials. They're there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how to handle how to manage my life and also social media it's quite i'll be honest you will find me i might take a while to reply but i'll be there 
So it's uh, Victoria P. Nachimbo on Instagram mm-hmm. and on Twitter it's Nachi Nachi. Mm-hmm. Nachi underscore Nachi. Mm-hmm. And Facebook also mm-hmm. Victoria P. Nachimbo. Okay. We've talked a lot about Paulette uh, as well. It's uh, Paulette Decor or Paulette Comics. Okay. Two, she has two, two pages. Mm-hmm. Yes. Paulette Decor or Paulette yes. mm-hmm. Comics. All right. <sighs> has been lovely talking to you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. I'm actually blown away by what you're doing. Uh, I hope you're proud. <laughs> I am proud. My parents are proud eventually. Like, yes, they've been my biggest champions. My family oh. has been my biggest champions. Mm-hmm. And I love them so much for always being there for me. Mm-hmm. And saying, yeah, go do that. Go do that. Mm-hmm. You, know? you do is, you. But my dad in particular is very proud because he was one of the first people to always to stand behind me and say, yeah, she's going to do art, even when his friends would be like, huh? <laughs> and, wow. you know, and my mom as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think it's also very exciting. It's an exciting time for the film industry as mm. well in Uganda. If you look back the last five years, exciting <laughs> times and you're in the thick of it. So. I am. And I don't, not to sound like a broken record, but... For me, personally, it mm-hmm. goes back to multi-choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like a poster child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I it will is carry their banner while... And yes, they have made it happen for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It was lovely, lovely chatting lovely. with you. Thank you. And lovely meeting you. <laughs> yeah, Christo is so awesome, guys. Like, the media personality <laughs> and... The actual physical person, just too cool. Look at you. (laughs) But thank you. Thank you so much. Groove Cafe.